it's time to say farewell to a legend or maybe maybe not i'm john chidley hill and i am sheldon alexander and i would like to give a special shout out to my friend john chidley hill oh because i missed our scheduled recording time but my guy was just like don't worry it's okay we can do it a little later you let me know when you're done and for that my friends i appreciate that and i'd like to let everyone know just what a good guy mr john chidley hill is oh i thank you this is you killed it the podcast talking about gratitude and forgiveness and kindness to <laughs> friends loved ones coworkers, even people just on the street sheldon tell me this week how have you been kind <laughs> right now (laughs) so yes the challenge (laughs) episode this is episode of you killed it 257 recapping the challenge usa season 2 episode 10 we're 10 episodes into this and want to also shout out all the people liking following subscribing to the pod we're hitting you with the pod we're here for the season we appreciate that because when you subscribe, boom, it pops up as soon as the pod's there. So thank you. Thank you for that. Then you get to hear our dulcet tones just automatically, just in your ear holes, maybe uh, in the car. We really appreciate it. We appreciate all the feedback, as always. Do you know who did not maybe appreciate the feedback? The house, as they very reluctantly welcomed Chris back in. I, I couldn't help but notice that only Tori and Josh were applauding. <laughs> and it was clear because they have a better relationship with the producers. They're the only ones coming in. And like notably, like he had just eliminated Tori's boo thing. Mm-hmm. And they're just that like yep. getting a golf clap <laughs> as, he, as he comes back into the house. Yeah. I mean, and Chris, he played himself. We discussed that last week, obviously, but he's trying to make up with the survivor girls. And I'm sitting there thinking, there's no way that this is possible. Like an actual makeup is possible. Like there's no way, right? Like you already played your cards. You did too much, but you got to try, I guess. And it's funny because we just watched Chris do this. And then now this week, it's like Josh decides, you know what? I haven't done enough in this season. I'm just going to start doing too much for absolutely no reason. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's so funny. You can sort of see it in someone's eyes. Like this is, this shows how much this game is about mental strength, about fortitude, especially it was interesting watching the recap of last week's episode mm-hmm. and just sort of like the montage of like Chris coming to part at the seams. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I mean, let's let's talk about Chris some more. Like, this is sort of out of order, but like you said, it opens up with Chris sort of facing the music with the survivor women. None of them are buying what he has to say, like, they're yeah. just basically warning him, like, hey man, cut it out. Like, what was that? <laughs> but like, l- later on, he gets nominated as we predicted he would, but when he gets nominated. Michelle and Cassidy come to console him, which like mm. felt super fake. And then he like sort of has a moment by himself in the confessional room where he's he's crying. And yeah. like 
I don't think they're crocodile tears. Like I think he was genuinely upset, but it just goes to show like he's not holding up well in this house. Like he's yeah, being, they, he's making rash decisions. I agree with you. They definitely weren't Josh tears, you know, like I felt like they were very genuine. It appeared to me. Um, and it's tough because again, this is such a different game and you're trying to, you know, figure the game out as you're going along. But I didn't realize that Chris played college football and basketball. And it's like, okay, Chris is a good enough athlete that he doesn't need to do all these shenanigans, right? Like he can just yeah. like win challenges and win eliminations. And I think that was the interesting part coming off a game where he played survivor where it is so much of this strategy and behind the scenes stuff. And then you come on the challenge and you think, okay, I got to heighten up that game, you know, whereas like the actual competitions are not so much left up to chance as much as like the survivor, you know, backyard games, so to speak, you know what I mean? Like you yeah. can be a physically imposing person and it'll get you pretty far on the challenge. It doesn't guarantee you a win, but as Fessy has showed us, it'll guarantee you some level of success, right? Absolutely. Uh, and I'm glad you brought Fessel up because I think he's the best example of that. He's not particularly good at this game. He's, he's just not. But he is good at the physical challenges, which is why he almost always sees the finale because, like, his, his athleticism keeps him in there. And, like, I, I have another good example in the house. Corey is just like not participating in this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. he's not he's not on anyone's radar. He's not like killing it in the competitions, but he's so athletic that mm -hmm. like he's not that worried. Yeah. For sure. Right? For sure. Um Josh is worried though, and I need you to explain to me why Josh is worried or someone here in our comments like write in why is Josh so worried? Why did Josh do this? I don't understand. But we got the setup early because you see the conversation with him and Wes while Wes is working out and he's telling Wes that he's his ally. And then he had the confessional where Josh says, he basically tells us what's going to happen. He says Wes is a friend, but he also knows that he's going to have to turn on Wes at some point. And uh, hmm. the thing that struggled that I struggled with in this, right, was that I feel like I kind of wish there was more. Maybe this was a longer episode to understand more of what Josh was thinking. And was this a Josh solo effort? Like, did he run this by Fessy? Do you know what I mean? Did he run this by Corey? Like who? Cause like the, the, the conversation here, right. Between Wes and Josh at first, he's already talking about how this is going. And Wes doesn't seem to be worried as he says, and this is actually my line of the episode early and often here. He says, Josh wants to run a final just like Pinocchio wants to be a human. Huh. That was a good line. It was very good. And Josh, man, I, I just don't get it. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't get it. I need someone to explain it to me, but then, you know, we can, we'll get there. We'll get there. Cause there's more so, time with Josh. What was this daily challenge, man? Well, hold on. I've got some added Intel for you, Shelly. Okay. I like, so that. the scene where Wes is running, on the mm -hmm. treadmill mm -hmm. and he he's talking about how badly Josh wants to make a final. Mm -hmm. The challenge posted that clip to Instagram Ooh. to reels. 
Okay. And Josh commented, the art of doing confessionals after you know the turnout of the game. We'll give Wes credit on always spinning the narrative to make him look good. Clapping emoji. Okay. I, I think, I think the issue is that Wes has what Josh wants. Mm, okay. Josh, in his heart of hearts, knows that he is not a top-tier challenge vet. Yeah. He's been on six seasons of the challenge. Mm-hmm. That's a lot he, of seasons. That's a lot of seasons. And, like, not against, like, the, I don't want to say not against the stiffest competition, but not against killers, mm-hmm. right? Like, he's had, he's had a couple seasons with CT and with uh, Jordan, who I think everyone can agree, and obviously Bananas, who mm-hmm. I think we can agree are all-time greats. But, like, the mid-2000s, it, the cast was different. They were meaner. They were more vicious. And so, you know, he doesn't have those rings. He can't even reach the finals. And yeah. here's this guy who has it all. And, like, yeah. has has said all along, like, mm, I'm running out of steam. Like, this, this might be the last season. So, yeah. Yeah. I think... I th- and I think couple that with Josh's typical house anxiety mm-hmm. where he hasn't done anything in like a week or two and to feel empowered in the game, he feels he needs to do something. Yeah. Right. Like those are two powerful things. And he also works really hard to be on screen. Mm-hmm. He definitely does that. Definitely does that for sure. Unlike Corey, again, like it feels like Corey's not on Corey, this. Corey, yeah, totally. It's like because you could say the same thing about Fessy, and then Corey takes that to another level, right? Um, it's super interesting to, to see for sure. Uh, what do you think of the daily challenge, though? Uh, I liked it. It was maybe a little too simple. Like, what? Let me ask you this: What was the strategy aside from jump good? No, that's about it. Right, like, <laughs> like, listen, it it was good cinematically. Yeah, I was surprised. The no one, were cool. Yeah, I was surprised no one got hurt because like they were falling into the water pretty close together, and like you later hear TJ as like the competition wears on, be like, "Hey, you have to jump together, <laughs> right?" Because they right. had like people waiting real long. Yeah, and then jumping down, there's like someone floating near where they're landing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Could have been super dangerous. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it was fine. But again, I like I like the games where there's a little more strategy, where you have to like, right, like figure out what the real object of the game is. You know, you gotta maybe outsmart your opponents a little, like couple some of that brain power with that athleticism. Yeah, this was just the classic, as we talk about all the time. The over water heights over water right mm-hmm. um but the big thing here was michaela i thought right like michaela it was super interesting to see because she was terrified and like genuinely terrified again not josh tears like actual tears she was so rattled and so nervous and i thought she was gonna quit multiple times and then she just kept like beasting it <laughs> and it was pretty cool to see how good she was at it once like you know she mentally just got through it and at one point even after uh tori lost tori was telling her she's like don't think about it like as soon as they blow the whistle like just go right because the longer you're up there you're just going to think about it more and work yourself up and 
it was just cool to see, man. It was cool to see you. That's the one part of this daily challenge that, you know, is one of the old challenge tropes where you ha- you, you're watching someone in real time, like combat one of their fears. Yeah. And that was pretty cool. On the flip side, who didn't do well? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Michelle, and I know you're team Michelle this season, much to my chagrin. She gave a really good effort. She tried her best, and that's all you can do. That's all you can ask. She she tried her best once. Mm -hmm. Once. Yep. Um, Hi, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. (laughs) It's it's not going to work, Shelly. What she she already said she's never going to listen to this podcast again. Listen, I'm just saying hi. That's all. Okay, it's falling on deaf ears. Um, I also can we talk about your man Tyler? Yeah, of course. I mean, talk about constructing narratives. Here's a guy mm-hmm. who really thinks the entire house is focused on him and Alyssa. <laughs> and like throughout this episode he's like we're just us against the world and like you know sometimes people need the self-talk mm-hmm. of you know us versus them but like we have not seen a single person say nary an unkind word about tyler and Alyssa separately or together have we am i missing something we even saw wes and bananas interject to like bring them together like nobody is like, uh, Alyssa yeah. and Tyler. Everyone's like, oh, that's nice. No one is no one is worried about them. You're totally right. And it is pretty funny because even when you think about how this episode plays out, Tyler did get a lot of votes, right? But like at the end of the day, in terms of where the drama lies in the house, like nobody's worried about their showmans. They're just letting them be. No. And they know that they don't have numbers on their side either. So it's kind of just like you know where you're at like that's just where they're at and I, I feel like if you're tyler it's funny to watch him maneuver through this showmance with Alyssa. you know because like you can tell he's kind of basking in playing the hero savior role for her you know what i mean and that's been funny to, to, to watch him do after you've seen him do the same thing with angela but I don't know. It's it's just a weird, weird dynamic for sure. And he didn't even really do that well in this challenge either. No. no and neither did she. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. No, you could tell who has no hops, but also like, you're right. You got to just kind of commit, but it's also a weird challenge because, you know, you're basically just running and jumping into water from like super high up. Like I would be kind of scared of that too. As uh, I think the name of this episode is Michaela when she's coming back on the boat after winning and she just yells, no more heights. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was very, very funny. Yeah. Um, so the other the person in the house who has the best hops, Fessel, wins among mm-hmm. the men. Yep. We also we we skipped right over this. It's a double elimination. So stakes yes. are high. There's no like, oh, I'm going to, if you're a man, I'm going to manipulate the house to make them vote for women. Mm-hmm. Nah. Nah. Yeah. Doesn't matter your gender. Yeah. Someone's going in. I feel um, like next week's got to be a double elimination too, no? Yeah. They got, they got to reduce the, they got to shrink this house down. Yeah. 
so afterwards, Michaela mm -hmm. is talking to Desi and Chanel, and she's immediately like, this is the time to throw Tori in. <laughs> and Desi <laughs> and Chanel are like, who's we? <laughs> right. <laughs> because yeah. if you throw Tori in, first of all, we're in an alliance with her, like an explicit alliance that Johnny mm -hmm. Bananas witnessed. Yep. And also, we're like, we're the ones that will go in against Tori. And like exactly. one of us might not come back. So let's. And that's a number for you, right? Yeah. Like it, it literally, her plan, it's just doing too much, right? It's like mm -hmm. trying to over survivor, right? <laughs> the, yeah. the challenge. You're just doing too much. And it doesn't make sense at all because, as you said, the numbers are in your favor right now. Tori literally didn't shoot back at you last week when she could have. Yeah. And so for you to do it now, like, You'd just be showing the house you're not trustworthy, which is a challenge like death sentence that will last on your resume forever. And you're harming your two closest allies. Like it was just a dumb plan. But I will say this for as dumb as that plan was, she completely like regains my confidence in her as a player by how she handled the actual um, nomination with Fessy. Yeah. Because she comes in and she has this thing in her back pocket where she's like, I want to put in Tori. I want to put in Tori. But she very smartly just lets Fessy talk. Yeah. And that was genius to me. Like she just let him. So what do you think? And he basically lays everything out, right? You don't want to go for big names now because there's too much time left and too much time for them to win and automatically just shoot back at you. So if anything, just let the house do the dirty work. And if the house wants to throw in a big name, let the house throw in a big name and our hands are clean. I got to well say, by Fessy. it was the most logical I've ever seen Fessel. Mm -hmm. Like, Everything he said, I'm like, yeah, no, he's right. He's right. And Michaela listened to him. Yeah. Easy, oh, yeah. easy. So Chris and Alyssa go up. Yep. Totally makes sense. Totally like makes sense. And like just the way that Fessy laid everything out, it made total sense. But also for uh, Michaela to not reveal like, oh, I wanted to put in Tori. We should make a big move. Like she never even revealed that she was thinking that, which mm -hmm. I think was also a key to this whole conversation as well. But yeah, Fessy... I mean, it's been a long time. We know that he knows how to make a final, right? Yeah. He just can't win a final. So, I mean, that's the interesting part that we'll see if he will be able to turn around at this point, right? But yeah. we find out. So it's uh, Alyssa and Chris are the, the votes by Fessy and uh, Michaela. And finding out that Alyssa tells a story about how she packed everything up before she left for the challenge, put all her all her belongings in a storage unit, and she doesn't have a home right now. She's leaving the challenge after to like figure out where she's going to live. I just want to pause on this for a second. What? That seems like an uh, an interesting move, no? But then she said she is going to start a rescue, which like. So you don't know where you're going to live, but you do know you're going to start a rescue wherever you do go to live. That seems kind of backwards to me. I mean, I thought a lot about this because we're obviously in an affordability crisis and a housing Correct. crisis. Yeah. And like, for those of you who don't live in Toronto, Toronto is insanely expensive to live in. Like, and getting, it's really out of control, especially rent uh, uh, prices, but 
so and like I don't know where Alyssa is based out of. You know, there's different parts of the United States where cost of living is different, but like it sort of made sense to me. Mm. I just I don't I don't know about the narrative of like I don't know where I'm gonna live when I get back because like they get paid in an appearance fee, right? Like every episode yeah. she's on, she's making money. Mm-hmm. It, and she's obviously had a deep run. I don't know how quick Bonham Murray kicks out those checks. Yeah. But like she's gonna have some money whenever. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. And like when she said it at first, I was like, what are you doing? But that's like, well, you know what? Like if you if you know you're gonna be if your lease is expiring, you know you're gonna be out of the country for six to eight weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, a storage locker makes a lot of sense, right? Because okay. you're you're only paying like depending on how much stuff you have. Let's say you're paying two hundred dollars a month, you're gonna be gone for two months. You're not gonna be paying hydro or insurance yeah. or sorry. We should explain what hydro is. That's such a c- Canadian phrase. When we say hydro, although it means water, we mean electricity. <laughs> I just realized that's such a Canadian expression. <laughs> See, I never even realized that that wasn't that was just a Canadian thing. I yeah. never even thought of it. It's just so like nature to me. Yeah. You know? So sorry for our American listeners. When I say hydro, I mean paying for electricity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get it. We get our electricity from Niagara Falls, so we say hydro. It makes sense in context. Anyway, <laughs> um, so like I see why she would do that. I just like I don't know about the framing of like I don't even know where I'm going to live. Like that's stressful to be sure, but you also made a conscious decision. You have some paychecks coming. Mm-hmm. You're going to be fine. Yeah. What made less sense to me is like, so she's quite upset. Um, that she's been nominated. Tyler's like hyping her up, which is fine. But mm-hmm. then we also have this scene that's like with one of their candid cameras, like one of the room cameras, mm-hmm. where they're like circling around, dropping albums on each other. <laughs> and like, oh, I see where you're going here. Is she going to leave and go home with Tyler? I mean, maybe he said he got the digits, but like, I don't know. It's very, it seems very early to me to, to be playing with that L word. Definitely. Definitely. Definitely agree. Um, she I wanna... also says, I, sorry, yeah. I, there's, I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm ranting here, I'm here, here, but there's one other thing that she says. She goes, in this house, you're crucified for having emotion. Hmm. Sheldon, does that ring true? I don't think so. I feel like there's a lot of emotions normally in a challenge house and a lot of different emotions. I mean, and Josh is still alive. Very true. <laughs> very right? valid. And like, I'm not even making fun of Josh. I'm just acknowledging man has a lot of feelings. This is true. No arguments here. Yeah. Zero arguments on that. Um, I want to know from you though. So we get the conversation. You got Chris sitting down with Josh and Michelle was there, right? Yeah. And he says that he wants to go down against Johnny or Wes. And his reasoning for this is because he wants to cut through the veteran Alliance. He's got to go at them because he gets, he keeps getting thrown in. What did you think of this strategy? Like remove what ends up happening, but just this strategy alone of him putting out there in the ether that he wants to go at Johnny or Wes. I, th- I think it's smart because 
he knows no one trusts him. Okay. Right. But he can also show his utility to the house. Like keep me around to do the dirty work. And he doesn't phrase it that way. But like, that's what he's driving at. And like, that's smart. That's helpful. Right. Mm. Like that's, I think a good play. Yeah. No, that definitely makes sense. And it works on Josh. I mean, Josh is in confessional crying. Josh is crying while he's standing in front of the, the board with the ball to put in the hopper. He's just crying because he, he want, he's voting for Wes. And the thing that I found super weird, right? And especially with the context of the comment that you read earlier about Josh. If Josh, okay. Josh calling out Wes for changing a narrative because he's recording confessionals after he knows the outcome. Wouldn't he be also doing the same thing? Yeah, like, and also <laughs> right. So when, so follow me for a second though, right? Because think about it. Josh is voting for Wes, but like you know it's only three votes. So there's no guarantee that that even means anything. Do you know what I mean? It's almost like a waste of a vote because Wes had three, Tyler had seven votes, bananas yeah. had two. So, like if even if you remove that one off of uh Wes and put it on bananas. Like, are you still crying? Like, it doesn't mean that he's going in. The odds were still in favor of Tyler going in. So Josh, my assumption is, filmed that confessional after, right? Like, yeah. I just find it funny yeah. that he's calling out Wes for something when clearly he probably did the same thing too. And also, so when Josh says in that comment, like, oh, Wes bending the narrative, it's, it, it what he's saying is he doesn't think that Wes is telling the truth. He's saying that he thinks Wes does consider Josh a rival, that he is scared of Josh, which I truly don't think is the case. Like, I really don't think Wes is laying up and at late at night in the challenge house being like, Oh man, how am I going to solve Josh in the final? (laughs) Exactly. I really don't. I think Wes, I imagine sees this competition Ultimately, is Johnny, mm-hmm. even though they're we're in the closest alliance. Mm-hmm. Followed, he's probably a little bit more worried about Fessel, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit worried about Chris or Corey. I imagine Josh is actually the guy he's Josh or Tyler is who he's worried least about. But I still don't really understand Josh's reasoning for going at Wes at this point. And also, like, we were discussing this, and I don't know if Josh commented on more things, but, like, with Fessy telling Michaela, like, is this, like, a big – do you think it was a mastermind plan in terms of Fessy saying in the nominations, right? Mm -hmm. He's saying, well, we don't have to put up the big names. Let the house do the dirty work for us. Do you think he was in cahoots with Josh having Josh put up uh, Wes? Mm-hmm. Or like, does that even make sense? Because again, Wes only got three votes. <laughs> so like, it's not, that's the part that I, I really don't understand. Like Josh thinks he's making this whole big move, but how big is a move if Wes only had three votes? Mm-hmm. It's so strange to me. So strange. I mean, Josh's Twitter is, is pretty live <laughs> uh, right now. 
Okay. Uh, like a lot of commenting on the current Big Brother season, but also, you know, saying things like, oh, I protect the vets. Y'all are mad. I'm not working with CBS. I target a champ. Y'all are mad. I took a shot for my game. I can't win. Thankfully, I don't play these shows for you guys. I play for me. <laughs> you know, there's the typical like people saying, I'm proud of your decision, Josh. And he's sending them like smiling so, and heart on, emojis. Hold on, hold on. Why is Wes a threat to Josh's game more so than Tyler? Or bananas. Yeah. Like in my mind, Wes and bananas are equal threats, different threats, but equal threats. Yeah. No, for sure. It's so strange to me. Um, so I, I, you know what? I would say if Josh owned it more, right? Yeah. I would have said that. Okay, well, he's just trying to like he gets to come out and say, "Hey, I took Wes out." You know, I master I came up with the mastermind plan to get Wes out of the house. And he could own that in like his resume of things that I've done. I make big moves in the game, like I hold clout, like I, you know, if he owned it and took it that way, but he didn't. He did it in a way where then he's crying. He's like, "I'm sorry, man. I just didn't want to see you in the final and uh, I just don't understand it. I'm just confused. Well, I mean, I think I think we have to delineate. There's three different Joshes we're seeing. Right? Okay. Okay. We're seeing Josh in the moment. Okay. Right? When he's mm-hmm. when he feels he's betraying Wes. Yes. But to your point, I mean, it was just one vote. It could be it, mathematically it should have been Tyler going in. Yeah. Then we see Josh in confessionals, right? He's had a little time to process it. Mm-hmm. And now we have Josh on social media where he's seen the episode. And keep in mind, the cast members see the completed, edited, edited uh, episodes before we do. Mm-hmm. Like wh- when we watch it on CBS, they've already seen it. They've already yeah. seen a couple episodes ahead. They've often like prepped mm-hmm. their tweets They've got in like animated or like clips from the producers, right? Like they're part of the the ongoing show, the ongoing promotion of the show. Yeah. So I think what we're seeing with Josh's comments is he feels like Wes made him look bad in the confessionals. Oh, right. Interesting. So so the Josh that we see now on social media, that's different than Sad Josh because Sad mm-hmm. Josh feels like he got something over on his buddy Wes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. present day. Josh is like, Oh, I don't look good. <laughs> Wes and the producers have made me look bad. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I like that. I like that take. I like that take. I also wonder if Josh was under the impression that more people were voting for Wes. Mm, interesting point. Yeah. Right. Because if you think like five people are voting for Wes, then you're like, oh, I'm contributing to this massive conspiracy. But like instead, it's just like, oh, you're one of three people. And the two people, Wes already knew we're going to vote for him because they hate him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. I wonder, too, what would have happened if Wes didn't go in? Because then he would have come back into the house and been like, okay, who voted for me? And then would Josh have owned up to it? And it just would have looked like a stupid plan. Yeah. Like it's really not a good plan when you no. really break it down, right? You you added an extra vote so that he had three and you got lucky through the hopper. 
Mm. So strange. Um, so yeah, Wes and Cassidy ended up being uh, victims to the hopper this week. And they're going into this elimination, which I got to be honest. I don't know if I liked this elimination. I think it kind of looked cool in moments. But I thought it was really weird because I feel like there's a distinct advantage or disadvantage going second. Like if you're the chaser going second, I feel like you're tired, right? After like you're, you've already been up there, you've already been moving. And then now you got to chase, but then also too, you have the, the, uh, knowledge of how to do it because you're, it's your second go round. You know what I mean? Like how to maneuver up there. So I felt like it's it's kind of a disadvantage to be the person who is the second uh, chaser. But oh yeah, I noticed that too. Like I think if you go second to chase, you're gonna be so gassed already. Yeah. Like huge disadvantage. Yeah, I thought that was strange, but I also just didn't like. You know, you're grabbing patches off of the other person, and it didn't really cut together well. Because especially in the first one, right? Um, Cassidy and um, why am I drawing a blank here? Alyssa. Alyssa. Wow. How could I forget Alyssa? I'm sorry, Alyssa. Um, I thought that the way that they cut it together, it was like, oh man, look at Alyssa go. She's like ripping all the things off. You're seeing them fall. And it's like, oh, she got eight. And then Cassidy, it seemed like, I guess because once she caught her, she just kind of, you know, did it, but it wasn't as like animated, let's say, you know? And then it was just like, oh yeah, Cassidy has nine. She won. It's like, oh yeah. Okay. I didn't see that coming. Like I didn't, I didn't watching it. It didn't appear that way. Just the way that it edited together. Does that make sense? Yeah. I also, I think that the way this was designed, it didn't work out the way the producers expected. So, mm -hmm. The best round was when Chris was chasing Wes. Yeah. And it's because Wes flung himself off the barrel mm -hmm. and was basically airborne, which is yeah. my line of the episode because Tori says, uh, oh God, I lost it. Tori says that uh, he looks like Peter Pan in a Broadway show. <laughs> and like, there's a moment where like the camera on Chris captures Wes like yeah. waving to him as he flies by yeah. and like Chris has the solution where he just waits for Wes to like zip by him and then he tackles him midair yeah that's what I think they were hoping for every round oh, but they only got okay. it at a one round yeah a little uh American gladiators like what was that was it hangman is that what that challenge was called yeah, on American gladiators the, sky track yeah, I think that's what it was. Where they hang and they yeah, you like just the... swing across and then you grab onto the the person. And then the gladiator say like yank them down. Oh no, Sky Track was where they had like an actual like track. Oh, they had to follow and they like raced and they're like, oh like, yeah, yes, yes, yes. No, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, no, I was thinking of the one where you're swinging, you know, and you got to yeah. swing to the other side and the gladiator catches you, but like they catch you the same way Chris caught Wes, where you just like grab on with your legs. Right. That's what I was thinking. I, um, I have a question, Sheldon. Okay. If you're Wes, mm -hmm. you've gone first and you removed nine patches mm -hmm. from Chris. Yeah. 
what's stopping you from once he catches you, mm-hmm. right? Like I, I thought the strategy of like just flying off the barrel, I thought that was good. And I thought it ate up a lot of time. Yeah. Well, what's stopping you from putting one hand over one of your patches, the other hand over another one of the patches and just gripping those patches onto your own body for the rest of the time? Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Right. Like just like yeah, yeah. yeah. Arms locked, crossed, one on one, and just like and me and maybe even like ball up, right? Like maybe you can cover up like a th- a third one with your arms crossed over your chest. Yeah. You just need to get them to like. You just got to protect two. Yeah. So no, why not? Man. Why not just like hold on like that, and then like sure, take eight off me. Get get the easy ones off my back, <laughs> the ones yeah, off my yeah. thighs, whatever. Yeah. No, I like it. I like it. I like it. Wouldn't have made for good TV, but like. Well, I mean, this barely made for good TV, you know, like I don't think that this challenge, this elimination was that good. And, and we've given them a lot of credit for a lot of the uh, eliminations and daily challenges. I just think this episode, the daily challenge and the elimination just wasn't that good. And maybe they're, you know, you're, 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 playing out the string here before the final, you know, you're saving out the big guns for the like final elimination. And I mean, as Alyssa said, uh, I just want to thank everyone for this, not being hall brawl. Right. <laughs> so is hall brawl coming up soon? Cause we haven't seen that yet. We are. Um, and you know what? They gave a little spoilie in it. Oh, okay. I'm in. Cause they showed us hall brawl mm-hmm. to show that it's coming. Okay. But you can Johnny see Bennett- in it. Johnny Bananas is in it. Ooh, okay. Well, let's go. I'm excited for that. So I don't normally care for the post-elimination hugs and kisses because I think this is where people are at their fakest. Yeah. But I'll tell you who kept it 100. Alyssa and Tyler are in their embrace. Mm -hmm. And Cassidy looks so bored. (laughs) <laughs> she's like in the frame and she's just like blowing the steam right like she's like yeah <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah so i i love that and then at the same time bananas and wes go to embrace <clears throat> and bananas goes who who are the three and wes goes well i know who two of them were i don't know who the third was and Josh comes over, as does, I guess it's Corey and Fessel. Mm-hmm. And Wes looks at Josh and goes, do you know who the third one is? And he nods. And he goes, who? Who? And Josh says, me. And he goes, and Wes is like, why? <laughs> <laughs> and Josh doesn't really answer at first. And then it explains, as they hug, like, I didn't think I could beat you in a final. Mm-hmm. And Wes says in confessional, I wonder if there's going to be consequences mm-hmm. for Josh. Cause he broke a cardinal rule here and like yeah. bananas and I guess Fessel and Corey and maybe Tori, they saw Josh say this and they, yeah. they're going to have more time to get this message across. Like Wes has a little bit of time to like, yeah. let people know what's up. What do you think is going to happen with Josh? Well, he's just going to lose right before the final as he always does. I mean, that's what always happens. But I, again, like it just shows 
like this was so not necessary. That's the part I don't get, right? So I think they come back into the house and he's still really cool with Fessy and Corey. So I feel like, you know, in a way, he's still going to be there, but at the bottom of their alliance because you at least did the dirty work of, you know, at some point Fessy's already said he's going to turn on bananas and West, right? Josh just did it for him earlier. So I don't think they're going to be mad. They might pretend, but they won't really be that mad. But I think like the rest of the house now, if you really think about it, you're going to start thinking, okay, well, is, are the, the survivor crew, are they going to turn on Tori? You know, Michelle's doing a good job of kind of like Homer Simpson, Homer Simpsoning her way, like out of all the drama all the time. You know what I mean? And she's like, oh, like even after when Cassidy starts throwing shade at, you know, the other girls in the house, Michelle's like, oh, well, I know she's not talking about me. So that's good. Right. So when do these other alliances that have formed start to actually turn as well? Because we're right before the final and now the decisions need to be made. Maybe Josh does make his first final. I don't know. I don't think there'll be consequences for him, though. I really don't. Here's the thing. I don't think people are worried about him. I know no. he took so much. Like I know it hurt his feelings when Wes said, like, I don't see him as a rival. I'm not worried. Mm-hmm. But I truly don't think anyone sees Josh as like competition when it comes to the, to the final. I really no, don't. I agree. Which begs the question, Sheldon. Who killed it for you this week? I asked just as you start coughing. No, it's okay. I don't I think I tried to hit the mute button, but I don't know if I hit it in time. You got it. Um Michaela. Michaela oh. killed it for me in this episode because just her performance and overcoming fears. I like seeing that. I like seeing when someone, you know, really is struggling to do something and they accomplish one of their fears. I love when that stuff happens on the challenge, you know, people, whether they are struggling with swimming, whether they're struggling with heights, whatever it is. Um, once you overcome that, I think that's a really dope thing to do. And she did that and she won something that I'm pretty sure she probably didn't think that she could win. And everyone else probably didn't think she was going to win either. And she did. So Michaela killed it for me. What about you? It's tough. This is a tough episode to like, no one really stood out to me as just like absolutely crushing things. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with Cassidy. Oh, okay. Cause first of all, like I said, I loved how she just no sold Tyler and <laughs> Alyssa's embrace. Yeah. But also she's two and zero in eliminations. I think she sees the house for what it is. I think she knows that she can't trust anyone. And I think she knows that she's in it for herself. I also think she might be sneaky good in a final. Ooh. Okay. I, don't, I don't think she's a layup. And like, she sort of makes a speech and like, Chanel's like, Oh, if she wants to see me, like if she thinks she's so bad, like she can call me out. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure Chanel wants that smoke. Chanel has not blown me away with her skills. I don't, I don't quite understand how she's in the strong girl Alliance. Um, mm-hmm. I think Cassidy can take her in most things. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out because, you know, does Tori get word that Michaela was about to turn on her? Does like Desi and um, does Desi worry about Michaela going off and doing something drastic again? And then, you know, 
does she confide in Tori in that? Like there's so many sides to it on the women's side of the house. And mm-hmm. I think that's way more interesting than the guy side of the house when you really break it down, right? Because Cassidy's been surviving week in, week out, because she's been a target from like the beginning of the season and she's still here, right? Mm-hmm. Michelle, like as much as we joke and kid about Michelle, like she's managed to play both sides of the house for the whole season, right? Like, is she in the Survivor Alliance? Is she in the Vet Alliance? Like, she's playing both sides and has like, not gotten into trouble yet so she's been doing pretty well you have the strong girl alliance and you have tori and like all of these people have a good chance of winning so i don't know they've they've all played a really good game so far yeah yeah their alliance has been more effective than i uh anticipated it would be i can admit when i'm wrong um where can the good people find you on social media you can find me on the app formerly known as Twitter at Shell Alexander and on Instagram at Sheldon Alexander. Shout out to people liking and subscribing, rate us, review us, follow us, like us, tell your friends, share, all that fun stuff. YouTube page, we appreciate you guys. Appreciate all the comments. We see them. We love them. Thank you. What about you? You can find me on social media at Jay Chidley Hill. And until next week, this was You Killed It. You killed it.